at the Library, a Monroe Free Library podcast. This is our Year of the Arts recap. So for those of you who participated, you definitely know about Year of the Arts. For those of you who may not remember, Year of the Arts was a year-long series we did to capture the different arts that exist, such as drawing, music, cooking, painting. There were 12 of them. I'm not going to go through all 12 right now, but we will discuss some of the highlights of it, some of the things that were great, some of the things that were not so great. Today we're going to talk about the programs that we offered during Year of the Arts. Sam and I actually were both on the committee for Year of the Arts and were really engaged in creating this year-long process. Obviously, there were a lot of other people who worked with us as well. And we both also had the opportunity to present on this multiple times. So we're excited to talk to you guys about it today. First thing we want to talk about is certain programs that we ourselves did for Year of the Arts. I had the opportunity to do a lot of amazing programs for Year of the Arts. Uh, Some of my favorite ones were, firstly, Nailed It, Failed It I did, like the Netflix show. I went on Pinterest. I did this around in the holiday season last year. So I went on Pinterest, got a whole bunch of fancy looking cupcake designs, printed them out, got all the supplies, got unfrosted cupcakes, and gave them to 12 teenagers and said, go, copy Boy, it. you are brave to do that. I don't know what I would have thought was comfortable. Though I do say with the adults sometimes, you never know. Yeah, it's true. But it, it was a lot. There was a lot of them. And it was a lot of frosting and candy and sprinkles going around it was hilarious and some of them did a really good job they nailed it and some of them failed it and it was a really good way to celebrate december which was cooking it was really fun and then everybody got to eat the cupcakes that's probably the best part yeah i love eating (laughs) i know i like any program that involves food that's your you've won me over you and everybody else i mean they're always our most popular ones so that's one i really liked and um another one that i also really really loved was november was literature so i did book journals i i'm an avid reader i love um keeping a book journal and i thought it would be really fun to do for the teens in november that way in the new year they would have uh, a way to keep track of all the books they had read i got tons of stickers fancy pens nice journals washi tape the whole thing we spent the whole time the whole hour long, even more. Some of them came back and showed me progress that they made after doing different layouts. And so it was, it was really just so much fun. It was really creative, really amazing to watch them being, um, being creative in that way. And it was, it was just really fun. And those were simple programs that I was able to do, you know, myself with the teens and, it was really fulfilling. Some of the best programs I find are when I'm passionate about something yeah. or when it's something that I've done before that I really like because then you really want people to just see it and mm-hmm. experience it. And when it works out, it's yeah. even better. It is. And some of the, some of the, I mean, the cupcakes came out great too, but those are, you know, temporary. But some of these kids really walked away with year-long journals that they were able to keep for their books. So. Hopefully it'll also encourage them to read more. I mean, yeah. I know if I had one, I'd be like, oh, I gotta read more. I know. That's my one of my favorite parts about finishing a book is opening up my journal and recording the stats for it. So Plus, it's helpful to remember what you read. It I mean, true, then you yeah. won't have to take out the same book over and over again, so that's good, too. <laughs> that, very, very true. All right, Mike, what about you? What are some programs you enjoyed doing? Well, one of my favorite ones, I may not have been the most well-attended one, but it was one of my favorite ones, was I got to do for Music Month, which was September, I got to do a music discussion on Nirvana's Nevermind, something I never thought I would do in a library. Uh, For those of you who have never attended one of my my music programs, we do what's called Listen and Learn, where we play a full album, and then we just discuss it. I always like to think of it as like a bunch of friends listening to music in a basement together and just hearing a full album. And I got to do two through Year of the Arts, so I did that one. And then for poetry, I did Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited. I always get mixed up if it's 51 Mm -hmm. or 61, Ah. so it's fine to leave that in there. (laughs) Um... 
But it was really fun to get to share the love of music I have with other people through both the art of music and the art of poetry and to listen to it with them and to really see their opinions on it. And as we, as I do more of them, I'm seeing more and more people come and I think they understand the art of music and the art of poetry through that. It's yeah. so cool to me. So. That's very cool. That is. I, I sometimes at sitting at the children's desk when he's doing the listening room in the program room, I'm able to hear it and it's, it's very cool to listen to that album straight through and to hear the people discussing it in between. And my other favorites that mm-hmm. I did were all of the trivia nights that I did. But yeah. I think my favorite one was the final one I did in June was yeah. Year of the Arts Trivia. Because I got to really stretch my trivia brain out and try to come up with trivia questions for things like mixed media and mm-hmm. things like floral design where I kind of stretched it a little, <laughs> a little bit. But it was really fun to see people have to think about all of the arts and see what they liked. And then people told me all oh, that program for that month was really fun that you yeah. guys did and they really loved it. And it was a nice culmination for me who did a lot of the programs and being behind the scenes to actually True. hear that people liked it and people were aware of what Year of the Arts was. Not one person at that program said, what's Year of the Arts? Because we'd been doing it for the whole time. So it's true. Great. I think, I think uh, those trivia questions, it was a really good recap, like you said, recollection of like what had occurred. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Sam actually does trivia. When I do, I always give her a copy of yes. it. Not beforehand, so don't try to ask her for answers because she's not going <laughs> to give it to you. I literally give it to her right before trivia starts. Mm-hmm. That way I can play along even if I'm working, you know. She usually does pretty well. Yes, I do. Thanks. <laughs> okay, Mike, so that was some programs that we did. What about programs that other people did? Well, we had a lot of people to choose from. Obviously, we have all sorts of arts, so they had to be creative. Um, I know, for example, I brought in a distant cousin of mine to do a prop program for movies in which mm-hmm. she was a prop master. So she sent us some scripts and over Zoom, we had people look at the scripts and discuss how you would prop a certain scene. It was pretty popular. People are still asking me when she's coming back. So it's kind of exciting. We also did for drawing, we had a couple artists come in and do um, a program on drawing expressive faces. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty popular. And they had them draw a couple different drawings to do that. We had an artist come in for painting to do watercolors. We also did a Zoom painting as well. We had a professor from West Point come in here to talk about the Kreitzer Sonata, which was a work by both Beethoven and Tolstoy and how it works. So we did that for literature, also fit into music. We also had all sorts of different people for the children as well, right? We had a company come in and do a play for us during drama month. I had someone come in and do a tutorial for the teens for drawing month. I always thought it was fun to see the difference between like how the kids and teens created art based on how the parents created art, based on how the, like everybody in the building. Yeah. Sam always shows me the different pictures that the teens did. So I always think it's fun just to compare just how we all view art, how we all did art. And that's mm-hmm. part of the fun of Year of the Arts yeah. overall. I agree. And I have to give a shout out to the rest of the children's department. We all did a lot of, like I did a lot of programming myself for the arts. We also did a lot of programming for each individual age group based on arts, you know, whether it was a craft related to the item. Um, Diane, who is the children's person, she did a charades program for Drama Month. That was really fun that the kids loved. That was a little out of the box, different than our usual, you know, crafting uh, or cooking programs that we do. So we made the best of it. It was really nice having a collective theme to follow in children's and for us, each of us programmers to kind of see how we 
uh, each did something different with that, with the same theme, but our own, you know, spin on it. I think part of the creation of Year of the Arts in our meetings was always how can we use the art and use our skills to do something related to the art. For me, it was a big challenge always because I, I'm anybody who knows how I program. I like bringing people in, but I also like to see what I can do myself yeah. and see how many programs I can actually do myself. And then there were times where I had to be like, Mike, you don't know how to do art. You can't, you can't <laughs> do that. So it was a challenge, but it was learning how to do new things and get people. And now that we've gotten some of these people oh, to come yeah. in, we now have them as partners that we can work with. And I've had a few patrons ask me about certain artists that we brought in. Hey, can we get them back in here? And I try as best I can to get people with their schedules to come back in. So yeah. it's cool. It is. It's good. We definitely foster a lot of really good relationships doing this. One of my favorite parts about Year of the Arts also was that we tried to include a community piece, something that would help our community to display art that they did, yeah. whether it be at home or they could do it here in the library. But it wasn't through a regular program. It's through what we call passive programs. Yeah, we had some really amazing passive programs, actually. Some of the most successful things we did for Year of the Arts ended up being some of our passive things. So uh, January was Mixed Media Month, so we did a mural where people took different materials, whether it was, like, cotton balls or construction paper or crayons or sparkles or whatever. There was even some foil in those Yes, bags. there was. There was tin foil in those. I forgot. Uh, took a, made like a little image or something on a piece of sticky paper. And then we had a long roll of paper in our lobby and we stuck all those onto it. Ended up being way more successful than we were expecting. We were very worried about mixed media. It was definitely one of the more challenging arts. So... It also had a theme, too. We were doing different winter things. Didn't we have three prompts? Yes. We had like, I, what was your favorite winter memory? Yeah. What do you like best about winter? So we just wanted to keep it with January being mm -hmm. winter time and mixed media because mixed media can be a little scary for people. Yeah, I didn't it, know what it was no, at first. No, me either. <laughs> I remember I had to explain it to a few people because it's kind of scary. So with doing that, it became more fun. It, it became did. more real. And anybody can do mixed media. So yeah. it was one of my favorite things. I but agree. But what I really liked was for December... We did a community cookbook. Mm -hmm. I remember being really excited about this idea. And Amanda and I took the lead on this. We found a site that makes cookbooks. And we just started to tell the community, hey, we're accepting recipes. And we got uh, mostly staff. We did get a few community ones. Mm -hmm. And now it's a book that sits in our collection that yeah. anybody can take out anytime now for the future. So, like, if you're looking for a good cookbook, trust me, there's some good recipes <laughs> there in there. There are some really we good We have some really good cooks in this building, too. So, just, oh, yeah. just letting you all know. Not me. Not me at all. <laughs> The Neither. one I put in is for my wife, not for me. Yeah, so. I put in a recipe for my grandma. So, But it was a lot of fun to do. And now to have that little book that's that people can check out. We also did have copies that we gave away to people mm -hmm. in the community. But I do I do see it. I actually came upon the binder in my office the other day. And I was smiling because I thought it was a really fun thing. And mm -hmm. I'm really proud of that cookbook that we did. I agree. That was a really good one. Another one that I really liked was the tiny art show that we did for painting. So if you're not familiar with the tiny art show, it's just a bunch of small canvases uh, small uh, stands to hold the canvases. People take it home, paint a painting, you bring it in, put a little display. It was right on top of one of the bookshelves in Children's. It was great. Every time someone walked in, they go, oh, this is so cute. This is so nice. We had it on display for about a month. At the end of the month, everybody was able to take back their little, you know, masterpieces. And it was really, it was really fun. It brought a lot of uh, livelihood and to the Children's Department, more than we already have. <laughs> There were also a ton of other ones we did. I'm just going to mention a few, and then I want to go over one more that I really liked. But we did a photo display from local yeah. photographers where we had it in our in our um, main area by reference, where we had four different, maybe it was even six different photographers. Yeah, it was a few, yeah. And we just it was nice to see how different people take photos and what they do. Mm -hmm. um, but we also did a 
um, self-portrait mural for yes. to end it when we did and for drawing we did a, a nice portrait mural and we kind of just let them ha- do whatever they want with it we gave them markers we gave them crayons I think color, and we, pencils, color yeah. pencils and we said hey just draw yourself because when I came up with the idea I mean obviously the whole committee we worked on together but I can't remember I presented it and I just was thinking wouldn't it be nice to see what our community looks yeah. like we spent this whole 12 months doing art doing this and that but what are what do we all look like because anybody can draw their picture like i'm mm-hmm. a terrible artist but i drew one i mean it did look like a small child no it, it <laughs> um, but it was nice to see how people view themselves also and they were all different types some people were like look like they could be in a museum others mm-hmm. looked like mine and it was totally cool it was fun it was it was a really good idea and it was a really nice way like mike said to visualize our community who's here who participated who comes in here uh it was fun so Sam, looking back on Year of the Arts, what are what is something you're going to take out of it? Uh, like I said before, I really enjoyed the theme programming. Having one central theme for all the children's department to focus on was really fun. I enjoyed that. One of the things, to be going off of that, one of the things I've noticed is like since we haven't been doing it, I'm like, oh, I have to come up with actual <laughs> other yeah. ideas now that are not related to arts. Uh, but something I learned was really how to challenge myself um, to think about how I can use these arts to make a program or to find somebody in an art that I never thought I'd have to look into before. And now it almost makes me a better programmer now overall because I can think deeper. And Sue and I have talked about theming other things in the future. Yeah, so so have we. And, you know, keep your eyes out because I know (laughs) the Monroe Library is always trying to get new ideas Mm -hmm. and new big theme yearly programs. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Maybe something's coming. Maybe not. But yeah, like you were saying, Mike, the community connection is is really amazing too. That we were able to get so many community partners into this and really pull people into the library here. Yeah, and to get our community involved, our mm-hmm. regular, just everyday people walking in the library yeah. looking at something, even if they didn't participate, where they looked at a piece of artwork that was on display in the library, or even just that question, "Hey, what's year of the arts?" Yeah. Just to know that people are interested and looking at it. It was cool. Agreed. Yeah, it was also really just fun being on the committee. I enjoyed being on the Year of the Arts Committee a lot. What was really fun about the committee is we had representation from every department yep. in our library. We had a children's person in, in Sam. We had reference myself. We had our director. We had a circulation person in Melanie, our, our head of circulation. And we also had our advertising uh, marketing person, Elizabeth. So each of us brought something different to it, which yeah. is why I think it was so cool overall, because we had so many different perspectives making sure that everybody was taken care of. It was. It was a really it was a really fun experience. I enjoyed a lot. I guess we know what that sound means. It means it's time for quick picks. So this month I'm going for um, a favorite of mine. William Shatner wrote a mm. book about Star Trek. This is that's not a new book, folks. It's, it's <laughs> an older book, but it's in our collection. Uh, he actually wrote a few, but the one I want to talk about is the one he wrote about the Star Trek movies. I read the one he wrote about the series, and I actually it was interesting, but I grew up more with the movies mm-hmm. and obviously Star Trek The Next Generation but the movies I remember actually seeing Star Trek 6 in theaters oh, that's, that's how cool. old I am <laughs> um, and he broke it down really nicely he talked about each movie individually each chapter was a different movie and how it was and somebody who's watched them it was really interesting to get a perspective of somebody who not only acted in them but he directed one or two of them I can't remember how many now so it was just a really cool book to hear his perspective and I know there's been lots of like controversy between the cast of that show as to this person's opinion and that person but just you know in that moment to take it away and then to go back and rewatch them and look for all the things he talked about was really kind of a cool experience for me and i highly recommend the book sam what do you have for us this month 
So I want to recommend the One of Us is Lying series by Karen M. McManus. It's a YA mystery thriller series. The third one in the series just came out, One of Us is Back, which I read and really enjoyed. I had it pre-ordered. And uh, yeah, there's. I'm a big mystery fan. I love YA mysteries and thrillers. I think they're so cool. I think it's a really awesome and uh, up and coming kind of genre that's really getting popular now. So I always recommend those. And of all of those that I've read, I say that Karen M. McManus is doing it the best. Every one of her books I've enjoyed and loved. So high key recommend. I mean, coming from our like YA <laughs> guru over here, that's that's a big big applause. So yeah. you know, I'm I actually maybe I'll check that out. I love a good thriller. So you sh- you should. All of her books are good, but that that's her like the one of us. The first one is one of us is lying, and that's what kind of set her off. And then there's one of us is next, and one of us is back. And yeah, I very much recommend. Very good books. All right, so that's about it. All we got for you guys this month. Thanks for listening. Bye.